0: Welcome to the Dynamics Podcast. Today, I would like to cover a topic that derives from a question I get when I speak about companies where more people make important decisions. The first question I often get is, well, how did those companies do it? How did they get started? So today, I will share two ways I identify by observing dozens of real life examples. One way of getting started could have the title, it all started with a major crisis. Our first example was identified by Isa Gess for his book, in Finland. The company had been created in 1848 by a dye master, and had later developed in the textile industry and then in cleaning services. In 1991, as Finland was facing a major financial crisis, the company was in danger. The granddaughter of the person who had bought the company in 1922 was leading it at the time. And she realized that it couldn't be handled at the end of the century in the same way it had been handled at the beginning of the century. She had just written a doctoral thesis on professional growth in organization and decided to experiment on her own company. She turned the business around, expanding it to other countries with a different approach to the client and to the employees. One example was the change in the schedule of the cleaning teams so that, one, they could be seen by the people they eventually worked for, and two, they could get their feedback. What she says summarizes the approach of the entire company for the last 30 years. We believe that everybody wants to succeed in their work. Remember what we were saying in an earlier episode about what those companies have in common when they start making decisions in a different way? We mentioned the vision of the world and the vision of man. This is a very good example. In 2021, the company called Sol, like the sun, has now 13,000 workers in six countries for a revenue close to 300 million euros a year. Another example of a company starting to make things differently after a major crisis takes us to France and to on-site hydraulic flexible hoses. The company was about to go bankrupt in the 1990s and the leader decided to try one last measure. He went for what some call the liberation of the company. He turned it around and avoided bankruptcy. As of today, the company remains structured around regions with small teams who choose their captain. One of the first experimentations of those autonomous teams was to set up a new compensation system for the employees by the employees. The executives did not get involved. What the leader, Alexander Gerard, says about the way his company is run is before then I was using only one brain to make decisions, mine. Now I use 300 brains and things are going better. The company is called Chronoflex. After it survived bankruptcy and started thriving again, It created a structure that is dedicated to helping other companies change their organization towards more autonomy. If we turn to the US and to outdoor clothing and equipment, we have a story starting in the late 1980s when the kind of material used to create the clothes using pesticides made workers sick. It was the starting point for a new way to see and to purchase material in the company that led to using organic cotton and to question all the manufacturing processes. The company reflected on its very reason for being and on the experience it wanted for its employees and its customers. Patagonia, which is that company, is considered a teal organization, a liberated company, a B Corp, and it's now number four among the top impact companies. I'm sure you all know Patagonia I don't think I need to say more about the millions of dollars they make every year. What is more commendable is that in the process, they take care of the environment, their workers, their providers, their customers. So we have covered a few examples in different countries of companies that were facing a major crisis and then turned things around based on the way decisions were made. They created a whole new business model. Another way of starting a different way to make decisions in organizations is a more optimistic situation. We have companies where it started with an intention to do things differently. Holacracy is an example. It is a management system that was first created in Philadelphia by a software company called Turnery. The founder, Brian Robertson, created the company saying... How can we live and work together in a more full, more embracing, more powerful way? So his intention from the start was to do things around and for people in the company, with a conviction that if people were handling their relationships better, they would handle their work better and perform better, which is exactly what happened. Brian Robertson went on to create the Constitution for Holacracy. If you listen to the CEO of the French insurance company Maif, you will hear the words, I realized, I understood, I reflected, many times. In 2014, he started what is now called trust-based management for and with his company. Pascal de Merger realized that with our society becoming more horizontal with digitalization, a company could no longer remain vertical. In an interview in October 2021, he explains how he saw that ethics tended to be opposed to efficiency and performance in the company. Social connections were opposed to market forces. Then he did a system where they could be nourished by one another. He calls that moment overturning the table. He wanted to change the way organizations were run. His starting point was to create a human community that would respect people and give meaning to their everyday actions. That way to make decisions at MAIF has impacted the growth of the company, its absenteeism rate, the level of customer relationship, or the agreement on the organization of working time. I also like to quote the co-founder of IDEO, David Kelly. He says, I founded IDEO almost 30 years ago because I wanted to work in a creative environment, surrounded by people I like. These days, that's still the case. I get to work with inspired people who have a commitment to making great things happen in the world. IDEO is a design company. It is famous for its human-centered approach and has created innovation for companies like Microsoft, HP, Pepsi, Samsung, Also in the U.S., this airline was created to make flights affordable for average travelers within Texas in the 1970s. So let's remember, at the time, only businessmen and wealthy people were the ones flying. The economic model of the company relied on low costs. However, low costs and high spirits were related. Its legendary co-founder, Herb Kelleher, said the company hired for attitude, enthusiasm and sense of humor in what can be called a people-first approach from the start. The well-being of the employees has always been related to the well-being of the company. The leader treated his employees like owners. As soon as the company started making profits, it launched a profit-sharing plan. In 2017, it shared $586 million in profits with its 54,000 employees. You probably did realize that we were talking about Southwest Airlines. So with this quick tour around the world and in many different industries, we found out how companies got started and the process that led them to give more autonomy to their teams, sometimes to a great extent. This company did not have to choose between performing and deciding. They actually went for both. And some of them, maybe we'll cover that in another story. Say that if you take care of the people first, whether they're your teams or your customers or your providers, the results will come. Now a question for you before we finish. Which event or intention would you identify that would make you shift some of the ways you make decisions at your level in your organization? Thanks for listening.